Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hello, everybody. I'm Blaine Gilmer, and welcome to the Second to None podcast. It used to be the Recruiting Every Second podcast, but through some change-up at the Believe Podcast Network, we're now able to not only cover recruiting, but I'm able to cover everything SEC. And I said, when I said we're able to, now it's truly a we because I have a co-host that doesn't need an introduction if you're an SEC football fan. It is former Georgia receiver and NFL wide receiver, Tavares King. Tavares, are you excited to be talking SEC football? Man, I'm super ecstatic, Blaine. It's uh, it's that time again, and, uh, you know, I'm back with you. So I'm super yeah. excited to be be chopping it up with you, super excited to be talking all things SEC um, right here on, on, on Second to None. So I'm excited to be with you, brother, and I'm excited to get underway. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, I used to work at a place on Bulldog Illustrated, and TK and I did some work over there. Now I'm uh, with Rivals covering uh, Georgia football as well, in addition to my podcasting duties here. And I, uh, when I got the opportunity to cover all things SEC, TK was the, the first text I, I made. I wanted to reach out to him, got him on the phone, and uh, we're able to get some work. So excited to be with you, man. Like I said, we are and how apropos we're here starting this journey off right when college football season is kicking off week one sec you know they had some stuff with that alliance ball out there with nebraska and illinois if you want to call that college football i'd call it a national embarrassment is what that was it was, <laughs> it was awful man i, I couldn't even, I, I had to turn that one off couldn't even watch the rest of that game. but but the real stuff gets started this week right tk Oh, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. We got a big game. Obviously, I'm a dog, uh, so we got a big game coming up against Clemson, man. I'm obviously ecstatic about that one. But there's some <clears throat> there's some other big games in the conference as well. No doubt, no doubt. And we are going to have you each week. We're going to try to put out an episode for you on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday where we're able to keep you up to date on all things going on inside the SEC, SEC football related. And one of those things that we're going to hit for you each week is kind of the, the, the point spreads that are out there, guys, and give our take on, you know, are those, what is Vegas thinking on that? Is that way off base? All that kind of stuff. But we definitely would be remiss if we didn't thank our sponsor, Bet Online, guys. 
with college football action coming up, like I talked about those point spreads and things like that, if you like to put a little extra action in there, put a little extra cheese on the Whopper, my grandpa used to say, you know, just be able to, to have a little fun, have a little extra. Maybe it's a team like that terrible Nebraska and Illinois game that you care nothing about if you're an SEC fan. But if you're on Bet Online, you may care a little bit. So, guys, wanted to uh, give them a shout out here. Thank them for uh, sponsoring the show. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you would think will win the championship, Bet Online has the latest odds the latest news and information for all your sports betting needs. So, guys, visit the website today or use your mobile device to receive a 50% welcome bonus. That's right, 50% welcome bonus, TK. So whatever you put in, they're going to they're gonna put half of that on top of it and a bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today, guys. And then speaking of Bet Online, TK, I'm going to go ahead and throw these. Uh, if you're watching on the 365 Sports <coughs> YouTube channel, uh, we have the the lines for each game out there that have been set by Bet Online. Before we talk about those, I do want to mention, guys, we're here. Second to none is on the Believe Podcast Network. So excited to be doing work through Believe here, and we are streaming our content video wise, like I said, on the YouTube channel over on 365 Sports Channel. But TK, we've got a bunch of we know 14. Opening games here with uh, none of these SEC teams playing each other yet. So we got 14 spreads to cover. And uh, I wanted to just defer to you right off the bat. Is there anything that jumps out at these spreads? Uh, I'll, I'll go through them here in a minute. But just anything that grabs your eye right off the bat on these SEC spreads? Well, I'll tell you, uh, Auburn, Akron, that that thirty seven point spread in in Auburn's favor is insane. Um, I, I think that's that's a little that's a lot of points, my man. Um, and I've got a kid that I train out of Decula, uh, Georgia, um, Kanate Mumfield that that plays receiver at Akron. Um, he 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 says those guys will probably have a little bit to say about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when you talk about just tell people from a player's perspective, why is a 37 and Akron, in all fairness, last year was a just terrible football team. But mm-hmm. Auburn has gone through a coaching change. Uh, Brian Harson's in there. Bo Nix is now going to be taking snaps under center for the first time in his life. So I bet you'll fumble two or three and. <laughs> In a game, right, you, right. you never know. But uh, just from a player's standpoint, when you're on a team that has or should have superior talent and you got a 37-point spread in your favor, just tell people, you know, how hard is it to actually cover that thing because of all the various factors? Well, for starters, that's not in any player's mind yeah. at all. Uh, they're not thinking about the spread at all. Um I hope they're not. <laughs> yeah, but, who knows with but, NIL now, people may be <laughs> – Right, right, right. But, um, man, it is hard to do. And, like you said, they, they've got a new coach, um, new new offense. Bo Nix is taking snaps under center, which is going to be a, a, a little different for him. Obviously, he's, he's been doing it all preseason. But doing it under fire, uh, live, re- live game situations a little different. Um, as well as, dude, it's – Um, this week one, I think those guys are returning. Uh, you know, they've got what three or four guys on offense that are new. Um, 
three or four guys on defense that are news in key positions. Yeah. So, so I mean, dude, it's 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 week one of football. So thirty seven points is a it's a stretch. Well, and let's say let's say too they they do jump out to a huge lead, but. I mean, are they gonna? Is Brian Harson just gonna keep his foot on the gas the entire game and go try to just embarrass a team, or are they gonna try to get multiple guys in there and start working on stuff? You know, I mean, you got to figure out what kind of philosophy he's gonna have as a head coach in that kind of scenario. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see his coaching style being to pound them to the ground. But you got to think with the way things are with. Uh, you know, getting into a college playoff nowadays, you might want to pound somebody into the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and real quick, before we jump on any other, uh, you know, point spreads and stuff, I did want to say that Auburn job with Brian Harson taking that job, and obviously you got, you know, ties to it because Mike Bobo is now the offensive oh, coordinator over there. Um, tell people with Mike Bobo being the offensive coordinator, what can Auburn fans expect out of that offense this year in terms of the philosophy and the style of play? It's a pro-style offense. Um, he's going to expect those guys to be able to run the ball. He's going to expect his receiver, receivers to be able to block and stretch the field. Um, that's an offense that you got to be able to do a lot. Uh, those tight ends in that offense will be utilized a lot. Um, it, it's, it's an exciting offense. I, I think that those Auburn fans should be excited about the offense. We put up probably, I think, 40 – 40 plus we averaged 40 plus points my my senior year in that offense so I think those fans should be very excited about it how how well do you think I mean there's been a lot of great running backs you know that, that played in the offense with you but Tank Bigsby over there at Auburn he's he's the truth he's a stud he's a stud he's the real deal and I think that you know under under coach Bobo's offense and with uh, I think coach Fran's there uh with with coach Fran there he up is. front yeah Will uh, Fran. yeah I mean I think that that uh their coaching style is to get those guys, get those backs going, get 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 the running game going. So I think that Tank Tank Mike tanks in for a good season. No doubt. Another one that interests me is LSU on the road at mm. UCLA. And Tavares, they're they're a three and a half point favorite on the road. Usually the home team in Vegas and stuff, they're given three points just for the home. So they really think LSU is about a six point even. favorite. Yeah, 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 they they really think they're about a six point favorite and that kind of stuff, but they give them some home field. But I don't know. Uh, I, the one game that did kind of catch my eye is uh, Chip Kelly and and UCLA this in week zero this past weekend, just jumping all over Hawaii, and and it was like forty four to three when I saw them uh, turn on the game or something like that. As a player, when you're a team like LSU. Uh, you know, got the, the haven't played a real game yet, and UCLA has that game one under their belt, and you're traveling out to them. Even though LSU's the more uh, talent laden team, what challenges can that pose? Of do you think it's a it's better for LSU to have stuff on film, or do you think LSU has a uh, advantage because they haven't shown anything on film. What was that dynamic for? Well, I mean, I think that's a double-edged sword. You, you you said it. I mean, they they get to they get to view the film. They get to see uh, tendencies and things that they like to do from week one. They get to see how athletic guys are, how they move, what they can and can't do. Um, and then on the other side of that, <clears throat> those guys at at UCLA don't get to see that, so they don't know what's coming. But on the other side of that, UCLA's played a game, and 
LSU hasn't played a game. So they're going to have those first game jitters and they're going to have those first game miscues, um, penalties and things like that I, that happened in week one of college football. So so hopefully, uh, you know, those guys, it, it, it works out in, in those favors. You know, I'm an SEC guy, so so I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for the Tigers. <laughs> hey, 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 you heard it. TK saying go Tigers in his in his editor's nope. drawn voice. What he say? Was, oh, go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> yeah, TK's rooting for the Tigers. So, um, now, I did want to ask this. Something that's going on with LSU right now, of course, because of Hurricane Ida, they've been displaced. They're actually have already left campus, and they're 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 in Houston. They're going to spend the week in Houston until Thursday, and then go from Houston when they on Thursday when they would have left Baton Rouge to go to Los Angeles. They're going to go there from Houston, being displaced away from home, and whether it's a, a bowl game setting or anything, especially it being a season opener like this, how difficult is that going to be on LSU LSU players, especially young LSU players? Um, it, it's, man, it, it's going to be very difficult. I think having distractions, playing away games are hard in, in itself, but then having a week away off campus, um, different distractions than you have on campus and, Man, Lord knows, sometimes on campus around this time of year is pretty distracting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, having having different distra- uh, distractions in a new area, um, they'll have to they'll have to focus, man. It'll be I think that that kind of I, I, I actually forgot about that. That's going to play a major factor into the preparation that goes into to the week. Um, those guys those guys will have to be dialed in, and you know, attention to detail have to be at a for real all time high. And you know, we do want to also say as we're recording this, you know, thoughts and prayers with everyone yes, in the Louisiana area. Absolutely. You know, it's terrible that they're already, you know, getting pounded again with another another hurricane. So we hope everybody goes well there. But that is something that's probably going to weigh heavy on because a lot of these guys, TK, you know, LSU, they recruit their own state hard. From there, the right. families there are having to deal with a hurricane while they're off playing in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah, 100%. You know, a lot of uh, – LSU recruits their guys like Georgia recruits our guys. Um, so a lot of the, their guys are from there. So I'm sure, man, their hearts, their hearts will be heavy. Their hearts are heavy now. Um, my heart's heavy for them. Uh, like you said, thoughts and prayers to everybody down that way. So, uh, yeah, man, it'll, it'll, it'll be tough for them for sure. And, uh, you know, again, thoughts and prayers with them. And we're going to get into, guys, all our predictions. Those will come on our Friday show right before the game. That's when we'll lock in on our stuff. We're just kind of examining some interesting things. We see uh, a a program that I wanted to put on upset alert this week in week one, TK, and we talked about it a little bit before, is Missouri. Um, the fighting Jim McElwains of Central Michigan are going to come down there. Uh, you know, like we said, it's just kind of a hop, skip, and a jump. But if you're looking on the YouTube page, you can see that Missouri versus Central Michigan. But TK, like I said, 13 and a half points. That's not exactly a overwhelming endorsement of them as a huge favorite against a, uh, you know, a group of five team. But especially with Jim McElwain having that SEC background, things like that, what – you know, is this this a this an interesting one here with, with Missouri? I, I'm calling upset to my guy because Central Michigan is returning 21 starters, my dude. All 11 and, on offense. Yeah, and that experience is 
big, man. I, I'm a believer in experience. And and like you said, Jim McElwain is very, very experienced and has had success um, in this, in this, in our league, some, a little success. Yeah. Um, well, in so, Alabama, he was very yeah, successful. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Right. But I was talking about of late, but <laughs> the Florida, the Florida. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but man, he's, he's familiar with the territory. So it's familiar territory for him. Um, he knows how to prepare for it. So I'm ex- that's that up- upset alert, baby. Yeah, yeah. There it goes. I'm calling it. You're yeah, calling so it. We're people calling in, it. people in Colombia, TK telling you to watch out this week. We're not we're not making our final pick yet. Like I said, that's gonna come on Friday. We're just we're just starting to chop up and exam examine <laughs> these guys a little bit. But TK is saying that you might want to turn over the rocks there and look a little bit harder when you're looking Tell at some commission. Twenty one returners, stop returning starters, bro. Tell people how rare that is on a. Bro, I mean, one person. <laughs> one starter. <laughs> yeah, that's one person, Jack, from how, last year. Not what year. do you think the most in, in your time at Georgia was the most y'all had return in a year with both sides of the ball? I mean, probably my senior year. Uh, but you still probably lost two or three to the league or something like that, you know, like guys guys going elsewhere. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Guys, guys leave, but but that's unheard of, man. I I like to see a stat on other schools if if they have yeah. the most. Yeah, they're they're right up there at the top. I think there's maybe one one or two schools that return all twenty two, but I'm not sure exactly how how good those programs are at this point in time. But so the yeah. last one I wanted to touch on in terms of uh the the point spread. Say Tennessee. Yeah, well, we're going to get to Tennessee because they're they're actually playing on Thursday. So we're going to go a little bit more in depth on Tennessee, but the one that that interests me in terms of a Saturday game and we may have varying opinions on this cuz I think we were talking about it a little bit before is that Alabama and Miami game being played in in Alabama's home away from home, Atlanta. They're they're a 19 chill out, chill they're, out. they're a 19 and a half point favorite. They're a 19.5-point favorite against the Miami Hurricanes. Let me say that again. If you look at this graphic, Arkansas is a 19.5-point favorite over Rice, and, and Alabama is a 19.5-point favorite over Miami. That just tells you the separation and what people think about these programs. But, TK, a big game like that to open the year. Uh, you've been involved in situations like that. You know, what? what is this? When you got – when you got a team, it's no cupcake, and we'll get to the Georgia game. Uh, we'll get to the Georgia game with Clemson because that's the premier game. But when it's no cupcake, when it's no group of five team, and you know you got a, an athlete over there like uh, Derek King that you got to take take seriously, yet you're a 19 and a half point favorite. I know you say people aren't thinking about the spreads, but I just think I think I think it's changed. I, TK, I think it's changed a little bit with the because because the you betting, think these kids looking at like oh I don't we, I don't think they're looking at them but I think what they're hearing nowadays you know what I'm saying because it used to be that betting and stuff was a little bit more taboo uh, but now ESPN and Sports Center whenever they're talking about it they're they're throwing it out there Alabama's a 19 and a half point for, and they're having an SVP and Stanford Steve or having you know the the what is that what is that segment they got that uh, at the end of their show where it's like bad beats where, you know, they right, right, right. bet one. So, I mean, I just think it's more prevalent and not that they're thinking about it, but can hearing that as Nick Saban calls it rat poison, you know, I mean, can they get some of that rat poison with that kind of stuff? I mean, for sure. Some players, 
some players feed in and stuff like that. But man, I I, I was a type of cat that I was looking at the player. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the team. What the, what are they doing? I wasn't worried. I was like looking and see. Oh, I'm gonna do this to him. I wasn't worried about how what the score was gonna be. And I think that uh, you know Nick Saban is that type of coach. He ain't thinking he and he's coaches that type of men. So he, I think that they'll be focused um, and not you know uh, eating or drinking any of that rat poison. Yeah. Um, but um, like you said. Having a guy that you do have to worry about like Derrick King is tough, bro. I think he's I think he's capable of doing some damage. And uh on the other side of that, with Bryce Young, you know, they're only returning eleven three, starters. Yeah, yeah, eleven starters, but three on offense. Three on so, offense. So I mean, you got new guys out there. This is this might be um uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see. This might be a different Alabama team. I'm interested to see what what Alabama rolls out there. So, what's Honestly. your thought? What's your thought on that 19 and a half? Do you think it's too much, too little? What do What do you think in terms of I setting think up? It, I think that might be a little. Miami, Miami's nice. I, I like Miami. I think that might be a little too much, my brother. I got you. So this is our first disagreement here on second and nine. I'm saying that Alabama's going to easily win this thing by three touchdowns. I mean, I just going to smack them. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna lay it to them, man. I, 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 Alabama, I Alabama. I, the only thing that that it may be close early. I'll be honest with you. It may be close for two and a half quarters, but unfortunately, you know, with you know, you being a Georgia guy and stuff like that, we've seen that at Alabama. Yeah, yeah. And it, but the, okay, I mean, I'm with you. The thing that they, I mean, they play defense at Alabama, and they return eight defensive guys, and they recruit and, amazingly. So I mean, and, I, they're gonna be they're gonna be Alabama, but I'm intrigued, like. On seeing, yeah. on intrigued on seeing what what Alabama rolls out there because now to your to your point things that are going for Miami Rhett Lashley's their offensive coordinator who was at uh, Auburn under Gus Malzahn so he's very familiar with Alabama and their defense. Um, also, you know when it comes to Miami, they're able to you know do some things early on in that quarterback run game with Derek King because people are going to think about, oh, is his knee okay, all that kind of stuff after the ACL. That dude's out there. He's not even wearing a brace anymore. He's just – he said, I'm not – He somebody, somebody said, he's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's just not just walking out there with him for looks, you know, on the on the knee braces. He doesn't need them. He's not going to roll with them. So, uh, you know, he he's he's apparently 100%. He's yeah, making – He's making runs in in uh, practice, you know, through the rivals network. I've heard wind of uh, what's going on over there at, at Miami, and apparently he's just shredding the defense sometimes with runs. So that could be good and bad because Bryce Young can run as well. But I will say this: another thing that's going for him is Bryce Young. You know, much like DJ Uolungalele for Clemson, he's unproven, man. I mean, this is not a this is not a proven commodity. So. Uh, and, and, and that's why that's what I said. I'm interested to see what they roll out there because this is this is kind of uncharted territory for the past couple years. You know what I'm saying? We've we've kind of known what we were going to get from Alabama from a from a quarterback standpoint. Even even Mac Jones, we knew kind of a little bit what Mac could do. So I mean, this is a little different, I think. 
Absolutely. And then the, the last one that we're going to touch on here uh, that is not the, the game of the week, which we're going to save the Georgia Clemson game for our last you know few minutes here. But I did want to mention, as, as you pointed out, Tennessee plays on Thursday night really to kind of open things up against a Bowling Green club. And they're a 34 and a half point favorite. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm betting this week, bro. <laughs> these, these these spreads outrageous. I'm betting this week, bro. Say and use that bet online. You yeah, know, oh yeah, and I'm using bet online, baby. I'm betting this week because I don't understand how anybody can set a, a point spread that that high in front of in favor of Tennessee with the track record that's come through that program over the last couple of years. Look here, man. I'm taking Bowling Green with that spread. Exactly. Bowling Green against the spread. It's a Thursday night kickoff. That's already weird. You know, just as a player, and not only in the college, but the NFL. Tell people how weird it is kicking off on a on a Thursday. It changes your whole week of preparation, does it not? Well, yeah. I mean, especially during the season, going from a Sunday to a Thursday, it speeds things up. Your body's banged up. You're sore. You have to look, come in extra early leave extra late look at more film yeah it's it's a it's a grind it's definitely a grind come working on a thursday and it'll be very very different for these cats um come thursday for sure and it's not even been a hundred percent settled yet who tennessee's quarterback is going to be yet uh joe milton the transfer from michigan he's there he's kind of got the the lean, the nod right now, but you got Harrison Bailey, who was from uh, Eric Gilbert's teammate at, at uh, Marietta High School when they were, you know, tearing it up down there. Um, and, you know, those two have been kind of battling it out for stuff. Um, Hooker's also there as well. So they've got three three guys that are still kind of in the running. But, uh, you know, game on Thursday, I would think that uh, Joe Milton would have to be named the starter here unless he's just going to keep it – the hypo is just going to keep it a total – can it, does that benefit a coach just to keep it a total surprise until like right before the game? Not not with his team, but to announce for the media and the other team and all that. Uh, I mean, it probably does for the other team. Um, just to those guys don't know who's rolling out there, so you know they got to prepare for you know two different type of cats. Um, so I mean, it benefits. It definitely benefits them in that aspect. But if you're keeping it from everybody, then. Yeah, you know, it, it could be <laughs> that could be, be a disaster. You know, that could, yeah, that could be disastrous, man. It could open up a can of worms. Definitely not going to cover that thirty-four and a half doing that. So, oh yeah, 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 no, nah. no, nah, don't don't play with it. <laughs> All right, now now the time is here, TK. The game of the week, uh, Georgia and Clemson in Charlotte. I'll be up there. You're gonna head up to Charlotte. You're gonna make make the make the make the travel up there. Nah, actually, I'm hosting. Um, a watch party. I got gotcha. you. Uh, myself and look, I'll broadcast it right now for y'all folks. Myself, Rainy Curran, Marlo Herrera, and uh, Blue Martini. So there yeah. we go. There we go. Blue Martini. They're gonna they're gonna be be uh, making sure they have a good time right there uh, during the Clemson game. The biggest game that I can remember Georgia being in, involved in early in the season in a long, long time, and mm-hmm. you know. TK, just want to, you know, as objectively as you can here. We know the, the blood runs red and black, you know, but in, as objectively as you can here on this on this matchup, we're going to get into the specifics of it on fr- on our Friday episode. 
But just overarching themes, what are what kind of sticks out to you as you think of this matchup just right off the bat? Man, I think it's a good one. I think it's uh I think the spread is uh a little wrong, but yeah, Georgia's a three three point underdog in Charlotte. I think it's a little wrong, but I think it's going to be a very close game. I think these are two um, evenly matched teams. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a little bit uh, worried about our, our guys out wide. Hopefully, you know, we get everybody out back there. Um, and we'll, like you said, we'll get into it more uh, later on in the week. But, but I think, I think it's evenly matched. I think this is a, a high marquee game. I think that early on, um, Either way it goes, if we win, folks are going to overreact. If we lose, folks are going to overreact. Um, but but man, like you said, this is we haven't had a game uh, of this of this caliber early on in a long time. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think the the quarterback matchup is really intriguing to me because a lot of people, Dr. Pepper included, I mean, with NIL, you know, when Dr. Pepper's slinging money at you, you got to be you got to be doing it right, TK. I love Dr. Pepper too. I'm, they need to holler at us. Yeah, hey, that but that's a that's a big sponsorship that DJ Uolungalele uh hauled in there and I'm sure he'll be, you know, killing that on the commercials with the during that game, but you know, when you've got JT Daniels and DJ Uolungalele, that's been a point of contention all year where people have all off season really where people have been like who's got the quarterback advantage. I I did not see one thing out of JT Daniels throughout the last four games that, that that he played for Georgia that makes me think he's not capable of just going to the next level. I, I think JT Daniels is finally a quarterback that Georgia has that can stretch the field. And you you played with different quarterbacks that had different levels of arm strength. You know, Aaron Murray was able to lay that thing out there for you guys. Um, you know, just what does that do for you receiver-wise and confident-wise when you got a quarterback that you know can make the throws? When you have a cat that can not only make the throws but command the offense, um, it does wonders for you, especially, like I said, when you're rolling young guys out there like we might have to. It does wonders for your confidence and for your psyche, um, for your mental in, in itself. It, it, I'm telling you, when you can look at a guy and know that he's going to put you in the right position with a ball – that that's uh that takes a little weight off your shoulders. So um that that's huge. That along with something else I wanted to talk about, the guy is giving his uh some of his NIL money to to some of his teammates. Come on. Yeah. That's you know, love. You know, <laughs> you know, and he can even incentivize that. He'd be like, Hey, listen, listen, OL. No sacks this week. Each of you get a thousand apiece. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, right. <laughs> like, what, right. what are we doing this week? You know, what's the what's the no sack bonus? You know, so I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup. If you are enjoying this SEC only content, like I said, the the moniker at the bottom, the best conference in football, bar none, the second to none podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. If you're on the YouTube channel, on the 365 YouTube channel, please hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, thank Bet Online for being the, the sponsor of this show. And uh, guys, we're on Apple. Yeah, yeah. And we're on Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere that you want to, uh, you know, catch the audio version of this. And we're going to put out shows on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. 
on the Wednesday show, we're going to be getting more of some player perspective from TK in terms of some of the schemes that these guys are running, some difficulties and things like that. And then our Friday show, guys, is all about getting you ramped up for the Saturday the Saturday game. So Monday show is kind of an overarching preview. Wednesday is more of a deep dive into the player perspective of things with TK. And then Friday is in-depth matchup previews and our predictions. So if you want to hear them, make sure you t- tune in on Friday. TK, enjoy this first episode, man. Yeah, man, I loved it, bro. I look forward to many more with you, chopping it up, talking all things SEC. Again, y'all come t- y'all come check us out, subscribe, and uh, Dr. Pepper hit us up, too. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Pepper, there we go. So this has been Second to None on the Believe Podcast Network. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh my God, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.